Hey guys, how's it going? It's Chris and it's another episode of Creatively Speaking. Thank you first and foremost, everybody, for those that have been supporting this podcast and sub- subscribing to it. Uh, it means a lot to us uh, just because what we're trying to do is trying to bring this podcast to the next level and we're trying to be uh, entertaining, but in the same regard, also be uh, in the form of informative. So that way it kind of gives you a little bit of an insight in regards to the creative world, in regards to being a startup in the creative world and everything really kind of in between that. So thank you once again uh, for those that have been supporting. For those that would like to support our podcast uh, and subscribe to it, feel free and hit the link on this episode as it will give you some information in regards to how that exactly works. As well as you can also go on to this particular URL, which is anchor.fm slash C-A-S-H-U-N-T. And once again, it will give you that information as well. Now, the subject of this particular po- uh, this particular episode is in regards to dropshipping, and ironically enough, I got this via an email uh, through our company, which was fantastic, which is great how they found us. But I think what I'm going to end up doing is um, we're going to create an email account. So if you have any questions that you want me to talk about, I'll be more than happy to do such. So, but. Regardless, for this particular gentleman, I'm going to answer that question, and that is, uh, what is dropshipping um, and how, pretty much how to do it. So, for those of you that are aware of dropshipping, fantastic, but I'm going to speak to the people that are not familiar with it, so that way they know what we're talking about before I go into that uh, in, informative phase of this particular episode. So, dropshipping is basically this. Let's just say that you have an online business and you want to sell product. And what you basically do, instead of, you know, doing the typical protocol of creating a, uh, you know, a business, uh, getting a business certificate, getting a tax ID number and all that type of stuff, ultimately the traditional thing is you contact a wholesaler in regards to the product that you want to carry and then in turn you would get it in bulk and uh, hoping to flip it, you know, and sell it. Um, And that could be very nerve-wracking and very stressful. Well, in today's world, uh, probably in the last 10 to 15 years, dropshipping has been a fantastic alternative where these wholesalers offer a dropshipping program, which basically means that they'll supply you with all the images and all the uh, descriptions that you can put onto your uh, website store. And then in turn, you can sell their product. The great thing about it is if someone buys that particular item, then in turn, you would contact the wholesaler, you would pay the wholesaler, obviously the wholesale amount, you would keep the profit of what you charge as far as the suggested retail price, and then in turn, the dropshipper will go ahead and uh, ship it to that particular individual. How easy is that? You don't have to buy in bulk, you don't have to worry about if it will get there, though I would suggest that you find out two things when it comes to a drop shipper a if they still have that particular product in stock because usually they'll what they'll do is every month they will send you some sort of uh updated list as to what might be uh temporarily sold out and what still is around and the other thing that you want to know is what the turnaround rate is from the moment that that person buys it to the to the point when that uh, when your wholesaler will actually send it, so that way it gives you a little bit of uh, an idea, and you can tell your uh, buyers how long it will take and how most likely this product will be shipped. So that's really ideal, and you don't want to get into any kind of hot water with that. So it's always good to be by the book. It's how I've always been, and that's a key thing. 
Now, um, for those of you that do have an online store and uh, you want to go into this dropshipping program, I would highly suggest it. Highly suggest it. Excuse me. I used to be a dropshipper before. I mean, excuse me. I used to have a store that I would result into using the dropship privilege. Um, but I did it in a specific way, and I'm going to share that with you. And this is years ago, uh, before I ventured into what we are now in for the past 19 years, the premium scavenger hunt type of uh, gaming business. But we used to have about almost 20 years ago is a wedding boutique. Um, and there's a brick and mortar store. We sold everything, not wedding gown related, but anything related mostly towards the reception. Guest books, favors, cake toppers, you know, invites, all that good stuff. But the key thing is what we did is we realized when we had the store, we bought in bulk and we used to like really kind of sweat over the factor that, you know, we haven't sold all our guest books that we ordered of that particular model. And, uh, you know, we only sold a few. And mind you, you're not carrying one particular product. You're carrying a couple different designs and all that. So it could be very stressful. But then at that particular point, we found out about drop shipping. And it really set everything at ease. The first thing that you got to do is this. I want to tell you two things. First of all, I'm sure, which you should have your notebooks out, writing this stuff down. I would strongly encourage it because there are certain steps on what, you know, the proper way of approaching dropshipping. And I'm going to tell you how to avoid one form of dropshipping. Now, I guarantee you, after this particular episode, you're going to probably Google dropshipper or dropshipping. And I'm going to tell you there's going to be a bunch of dropshipping companies out there. That's not who you're going to. You're not going to a drop shipping company to you know to start an account. A drop shipping company, what they will do is pretty much uh, offer you the world in order to sell, from books to video games to shoes to socks to pots and pans. That's not what you're looking for. What you have to first and foremost look for, after you've done all the tax ID number and business certificate and all that type of stuff, what you want to do is find out what you want to sell. Don't make it very vague. Make it specific. So if you want to be a bookstore, let's just say, and you want to carry, you know, uh, sell specific types of books, go ahead and look at book companies that offer a drop shipping program. If you want to be in the wedding business, find out, you know, you know, wedding companies and who offers a drop shipping uh, program, etc., etc. Because it's coming straight from the source. I repeat, you are going to form a relationship with companies that the product is coming straight from the source. Do not go into a drop shipping company. Those are two very big differences. So if you know you're in a particular industry, I'm just gonna just mention the wedding industry. Uh, Beverly Clark, Wedding Star. These are companies that sell specifically their wholesalers and they sell specifically wedding product, their product, and then you know, they send it out through them. So that's what you want to gear to. That's who you want to target as far as a dropshipping. So before you do this, the first thing and foremost is this, is create a, a website. 
Now, what about if you don't know, you know how to create a website? And many of you do not know. And that's perfectly understood and perfectly fair. The best type of store to look into, which is very user-friendly. You can kind of get your store up very quickly. Just create yourself a really cool logo. Um, and really kind of pinpoint your description of your store. And you want to go look into eBay stores or Amazon stores. Each one refer uh, require a monthly fee. But it is uh, a very easy, user-friendly way of creating a template. So not only that, you're also somewhat piggy banking on such a juggernaut as these big companies. And your product might end up being seen uh, a lot quicker in uh, you know, search engine optimization forms of, you know, in regards to a Google or a Bing or a Yahoo, as opposed to creating your own website, um, putting the description and the photographs in, and it might not get as much traction as, uh, as quickly as a, an eBay or an Amazon store. So, you know, to each his own in regards to which company you'd want to approach and, and maybe create an, uh, a store within that juggernaut. Um, so that's the key thing on creating that store. First of all, first of all, you're gonna find out what the product is that you want to carry. Second of all, create a store. And now, third of all, how do I find these places? Well, let's just say you know the industry that you want to sell. Let's say it's a gift shop. Let's say it's gonna be a wedding shop. It could be a book shop. It could be a video game shop. I don't care what it is. What you're gonna do at that particular point is you're gonna go and find out where there are trade shows. The mecca of them all, New York City. New York City, the Jacob Javit Center. This place holds a multitude of different types of trade shows with hundreds, and I mean hundreds of different types of um, distributors or wholesalers or whatever. So you want maybe, you know, there's a gift trade show, there's a comic book trade show, there's a, a wedding trade show, you know, etc. I'm sorry I keep on saying wedding, it's just because I'm going back to what I'm familiar with in regards to it, but it translates universally into anything. And then once you go to these trade shows, make sure you spend there, spend the weekend there or a couple days because it's going to be very overwhelming. You're going to approach each and every one of these particular companies, companies that you want to carry their product. Don't look at the chintzy products because your store is going to look chintzy. You want to look at quality products that you personally would even buy. And at that particular point, once you, you know, they'll give you a catalog, look through it, see if you're interested in it. And then the next question is, do you have a drop shipping program? You'll be surprised that a lot of these places will. And there's going to be a few that don't. For those that don't, move on. For those that do, look into it. After you've collected all these different categories, uh, catalogs and have talked to the representative and all that type of stuff, eventually you want to go home or to your home office and look through the catalogs. See which ones you would be willing to carry. And then make that relationship with that wholesaler and find out, again, how their dropshipping program works. Payment through these dropshippers, dropshippers or wholesaler companies, might require a net 30, which means that every 30 days you'll get billed and you can just send in a check. Or they can do a, a direct withdrawal from your banking account or your credit card. So it depends, you know, every one of these companies are very different in regards to how to, um, 
you know, work the finances out. And then basically what they'll do is they'll either send you a zip drive. Back in the day, you said they send you a CD that would carry all their product, all of it, with images that you're protected with because it's their product and their uh, descriptions on that product, your wholesale pricing on that product, as well as the suggested retail price. So it's all there. Should you carry the whole store? No. Carry the, the, the products that you think will sell and then put those on. So ironically enough, out of the 100% of items that they'll send over to you, you probably might want to put maybe 20 or 25% of that. And then now if there's another company that you're interested in, do the same thing. Carry about 20, 25% onto your store, so on and so forth. Now let's talk about the suggested retail price. These companies want you to sell their product at that particular price. Now, maybe you want to go a little bit lower. If you're going to go any lower, don't go lower than a dollar. That's the only thing I'll tell you. Because they want you to sell it. So if they're, if your product at wholesale is $12, they want you to sell it for $24. Because they don't want their item to look cheap. You know, you're not going to sell it for 10 so maybe you want to sell for 23 also go on to your ebay stores and your amazon stores and see who else is carrying that particular product and how much they're selling it for and how many of those did they sell and at what price did they sell all those items are extremely vital and that way it'll give you a great forecast in regards to what you're selling and how that is performing in the market So that is really, really key. So the key thing about it, folks, is that's what you want to approach. And that's how to approach it. What to avoid are these, like I mentioned at the beginning, the drop shipping companies. They're most likely a scam. Not really, but in some cases there are. Their wholesale pricing is what I would consider a true wholesaler's suggested retail price. And I will guarantee you that your product, those products will not sell. They will not sell. Don't waste your breath on that. So that's a key thing. And then lastly, I'm going to mention in regards to uh, one key question I got alongside of this is internationally. Can these drop shippers ship internationally? The answer to that question is not all of them. And this is how you're going to approach this. You're going to contact, once you have formed a a relationship with a representative from these uh, companies, what you want to do is, uh, in, in, you know, forming the relationship and finding out how their dropshipping program works, the next question you should have is, do you ship internationally? If they say yes, fantastic. But you have to find out what that uh, would cost you so that would translate to the customer. Because obviously, you don't want to sell a product and charge U.S. shipping and find out that you're going to be paying through the nose with international shipping and you're actually losing money. you got to find out how much, you know, is it flat in regards to sell and uh, to uh, ship it internationally. The other thing you got to find out is what the turnaround time is to sending something internationally. The one thing I can tell you outside of the U.S., you know, other than Canada and, and Mexico, uh, a lot of the postal services 
around the world can be very, very slow. It could take 15 days. It could take 20 days. It could take seven days. It could take a month. That's something that you have to kind of find out and really kind of self-educate yourself, you know, in regards to that. Now, let's flip that coin. And let's say they say, well, we don't fill, you know, uh, we don't ship internationally. But if you want, you can ship internationally. And when I had the wedding store, I can tell you I was shipping internationally more than you would imagine. Everywhere from New Zealand to Japan to England to Canada, you name it, I pretty much shipped to there. And it was everything from wedding shoes to cake toppers and whatnot. And you're going to say to yourself, well, don't they have cake toppers and don't they have wedding shoes? Yeah, they do. Unless you're living in a village and the nearest bridal store is like 80 miles away. So that's always don't don't ever underestimate the uh, the clientele, especially on an online business, because they could be coming from anywhere, especially nowadays. So what they might say is you can go ahead and ship it internationally. So instead of sending it to the customer, we'll send it to you. You take the product and you send it out internationally. Now, mind you, though, the dropshipper is going to cost is going to charge you to ship it to you. So you got to take that into equation. The next thing that you have to figure out is you have to go to the post office and find out the proper way of sending that item out. Now, keep one thing in mind. You're most likely going to have to fill out a customs form. You have to see if you have to declare it, how it's going to be shipped, and if the recipient is going to have to pay to to, to accept it via customs on top of the shipping. So all those things come into play. So you want to be very smart on how you approach that. If you don't want to sell internationally, then just simply prompt whatever service that you would use, like an eBay or an Amazon, that you will not sell internationally. It might make your life a lot easier. But if you want to grow your profits or your growth of your store, then go ahead. But just know that there are precautions on top of that. So let's take this from a step-to-step-to-step basis before we can uh, conclude today's episode. So get that notebook out, get that pen out, let's start jotting these notes down. Step one, start your business. Business certificate, tax ID, etc. Create your logo. Have all the necessary means of what you need in order to legally have your business ready to run. Second, figure out what you want to do. This kind of ties into step one. What industry do you want to tackle? And then at that particular point, take the industry and then break it down and see what kind of products you want to sell on your website. Step three, look into an eBay store or Amazon store and see what the fees are to creating a store, any kind of regulations or anything like that, and um, see what templates might attract you. You might. The good thing is about these things, they might have trials, like a 30-day trial, so you can kind of get a, a feel of how that works. And trust me, guys, it's extremely easy. Just the key thing, I will give you a little uh, food for thought. Make sure the description of your store is very thorough. So in other words, like I always say, um, pretend that you're looking at your site as a customer and you know you know what you want to sell, but look at it like as a customer as to this is what I'm looking for. What are you going to offer me? What does your store carry? 
So you always got to look at it that way. And also, it also plays a massive role in search engine optimization because these search engines go on to all these pages and pick up key words. So uh, be really descriptive uh, and detailed on how you're going to present your store. And make the, the name of your store be somewhat in relation to what you guys want to do. Now, if someone can tell me, well, Google is Google and Facebook is Facebook and they have nothing to do with what they do. Yeah, that is true. And you can be kind of creative on that, which is fantastic. Go ahead with it um, if you want to be catchy. But I would probably say for the time being, maybe kind of deal with something that's more relate and related to what you uh are going to be selling and be creative on that you know what i mean don't be very you know dull like you know bob's books or something like that the next step would be going to trade shows making relationships uh with companies that are with product that you are interested in selling uh for them and find out the drop shipping uh, policy if they do not drop ship unfortunately move on from them and then lastly look into the shipping procedures i want you to look at the length how long it will take the turnaround time see if the product is still you know that's the one thing you've got to make sure see if the product is still in stock because you don't want to have a bunch of purchases and find out the dropshipper says oh we, we're sold out of that we won't get that product in until like you know two months from now you got to update your site so kind of going back to to the creation of your site be really really um you know, on top of things when it comes to the product. But going back to the shipping, find out how long it ships, how long it will take to ship um, domestically, internationally, if they ship internationally, and how that works in regards to customs. Other than that, guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and it was informative. Again, if you uh, would like to subscribe to this channel or support it, feel free, hit on the link. Um, and again, what we're going to probably do in the next com- couple of episodes, we're going to create an email uh, address uh, that will be specifically to this show. So if you have any questions in regards to anything like this, feel free. And I'll be uh, more than happy to answer that question uh, in detail um, if it is really uh, something of an informative type of answer. Um onto a future podcast or I just might happen just to answer that question through that email. So guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Speaking. Hopefully you found this informative and entertaining and I'll talk to you soon, guys. Take care. Bye.